Hi, I'm Tommy Spears, the creator of AM1066 and a person of interest in the Black Dahlia murders. I wanted to talk to you today about Patreon. If you've been enjoying the second season so far, I hope you'll consider donating to our Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash AM underscore 1066. That's patreon.com backslash capital A capital M underscore, which is like a lazy hyphen, right? 1066. You can agree to donate $1, $5, or $10 a month, and there's great benefits to doing each, but the best reason to do it is that after we've covered our expenses, we plan to pay out all of the writers, and you can support the people who are making the comedy you love. Our base subscription allows you to receive our newsletter each month that'll keep you apprised of upcoming episodes and let you into the recording process and even give you the chance to meet some of our great writers. At the highest levels, you'll be able to chat with creators and suggest episodes and content that you'd like to see. And yeah, mom, you can even suggest that I do another mini-series, but I can't promise that it's going to be better. So please, consider logging on to patreon.com backslash am underscore 1066 and help support the comedy you love. And now, enjoy the show. Hello, this is Federal Agent Jay of the Bureau of Acquisitions and Seizures. As part of the ongoing investigation into radio station AM1066 in Queen City, I am entering archival recordings into the digital record. This record has a bit of dust on the label. Let me just... <coughs> oh boy. That's a lot of dust in my throat. The tape is labeled July 20th, 1969. <coughs> 69. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good afternoon, Queen City. This is the news on July 21st, 1969. Edward Kennedy implicated in a car accident off of Chappaquiddick Island, Massachusetts. One non-Kennedy death reported. Sounds like those Kennedys should stick to walking. Uh, that was inappropriate of me. <clears throat> the Federal Reserve has removed bills of $500, $1,000, and $10,000 amounts. They will be removed from circulation. Owner of AM1066, Cecil Carraway, had this remark. How the government... Philip... Is this written in his dialect? <sighs> How the government thinks people can live like this. I will have to spend hours counting bills to make any of my purchases. Really, Philip? We have a special tonight, a live wrestling match to celebrate tonight's moon landing. Tonight's the moon landing? Who's covering that? Well, we, we can't get a reporter to the moon. All right, cut to commercial, please, so we can just talk. Philip, get over here. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at 9 p.m. Smash! Let's get ready to rumble! Come on down to the Queen City Nelson's Grocery Copper Dome for the World Wrestling Federation's Moon Landing Special Event. It's the Moon Down Showdown! Sponsored by Nelson's Grocery, bow down to the best ground round around town, and by the Dairy Association. Drink from the udders of fun. <laughs> Moon landing, more like moon slamming. Just as the Apollo 11 lunar module touches down on the surface of the moon, our champions will be touching down on the wrestling ring. Don't miss local wrestling legend, the Milkman, as he teams up with Neil Armbar. But just who will they be fighting? Who is it? Mother Russia. Oh no! It's the evil cosmonauts, Yuri and Crusher Wilhelm. I will crush you. Not so fast. It's the milkman, my hero. <laughs> 
your worst, milkman. The blood of labor spins the wheels of destiny, not milk. Not even your hammer and sickle can stop the milky power of the red, white, and blue. Evil will never suckle at the teats of freedom. Who will be the first to plant their flag? The evil communist or America's amber waves of pain? Don't miss the event that everyone is calling one small headlock for man, one giant body slam for the price of admission. It's the Moon Down Showdown, only at the Queen City Copper Dome. Smash! Welcome to the Newlywed Game. I'm your host, Bob Eubanks. Today's episode is brought to you by Meat. It's food. Joining us today are three fabulous couples. Well, almost. Let's meet our couples. Hi, everyone. I'm Leslie Van Houten, and uh, this is my husband, Charlie. Yeah, I think I've been with Les now, what are we at, like maybe 18 months, two years? It's been a wonderful... I, it's, it's been incredible. It's just been such a ride. It's almost like I almost don't remember any of it. It's just been going so quickly. <laughs> it feels that way. It feels that way. It feels like it's a dream, <laughs> like very foggy. Why don't you tell them what we love, Sugarbug? Oh, um, well, uh, we really enjoy painting together. Um, I would say our favorite color is red, and we really like to get in the medium. You know, we get it all over our hands and just get it on that canvas. Sometimes it's messy, and that's not a problem. I'm, I'm fine with that. Oh, we do love a mess. That we do. Love can be messy, huh, folks? <laughs> and on to couple number two. Hi. Hi, my name is, is Susan Atkins, and uh, uh, this is my husband, Charles. Hi, I'm Charles. I've been with Susie Q here, what now, like 14, 18 months, something like that. I don't know. Or shorter. You know, Charles here is a great musician. I don't know if you've ever heard him play, but he really deserves a record deal. We both really love my guitar music. She loves it, and I love to make it and watch her hear it. And I love to hear it. I love to hear it so much. Well, I can certainly see a future in music for you. <laughs> and couple number three. Hi, I'm Patricia, although uh, you can call me Katie. Uh, my husband Chuck and I, I would say the thing that brought us together is we both just love peace. You know, there's nothing better than just dancing around in the woods with flowers in your hair and thinking about peace and love. It's wonderful. There's there's a time of great peace coming. It's just it's just on the horizon right now. That's what we feel. Bob. Absolutely. The the end to all wars is coming. Do you get down with peace, Bob? I'll take a piece of peace myself. <laughs> I bet you will. I bet oh, you will. Wonderful. <laughs> now for the viewers at home, it is important to note that Charlie, Charles, and Chuck are all one man. For some people, the summer of love never ends. <laughs> now, we've already had you all write down your answers. Couples will receive points for each matching answer. Ladies first. Alright, our first question is for Leslie. Leslie, from what animal did Charlie inherit his sex drive? Oh, Bob, um... <laughs> <laughs> this is so embarrassing to be talking on air, but um, I would say that Charlie got his sex drive from the heart of a panther. 
along with the soul of a jackrabbit. Now, do, do I show what I wrote down? Let's see. Heart of a panther along with the soul of a jackrabbit. Those exact words. It's crazy that you knew that I was going to write that. <laughs> that is remarkable. Sort of Leslie, well done. Sugar Bear, I think I got I to gotta give you a point for that one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, well, I I divvy out the points, but it's all right, Bob. I brought some of my own points from home. I'm just going to give one to her right now. <laughs> yeah, it sounds you. communal. <laughs> oh, very good, Leslie. Well done, Susan. You'll have a hard time topping that one. <laughs> oh, I I don't I don't know about that. I, I know everything about Charlie. Oh, well, okay. Well, let's see. Well, Susan. What household chore is exactly how Charles makes Whoopi? Oh, you see, it's funny you ask that because Charles really believes in us, us sharing, sharing the work, sharing the chores, and sharing the love. So I'd say the way Charles makes love is just like washing the dishes because he puts his hands all over them. Oh, he makes sure everything is nice and wet. And then all of a sudden, you're done. Wow. Uh, <laughs> does anybody have a handkerchief? I'm getting hot up here. <laughs> oh, let's see. So sharing the chores and uh, and specifically the dishes. All right. Uh, Charles, let's see what you have. I put down washing the dishes because I put my hands all over it and make sure everything is good and wet. And then suddenly we're done. Like that exact sentence. Holy look at moly. Wow. Did y'all look at these beforehand? This is crazy <laughs> to me. That is impressive. <laughs> Sugar, I gotta be honest, that's crazy that you knew the whole sentence. I'm gonna give you two points for that. Oh, thank you for your points. They need more from Charles than they do. Oh, oh okay. Um, I, I don't know about that. Uh, I I am the one who Bob, gives the you points. Don't, you don't have to be jealous, Bob. If you want a piece of that, you just talk to me right after No, no, the thank you. Thank you. I just, you know, we can just adhere to the constructs of the show. I award you points. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Let's see, Patricia, or Katie, is it? Either way. Sure. What is the worst thing Chuck has done since arriving at the studio today? Oh. Oh, oh, get me. Chuck's never done anything wrong. You know, the first time Chuck and I made love, it was the very first time I had ever made love. And, and before that, no one had ever called me beautiful or, or made me feel valuable, so I owe everything to Chuck, and I would never criticize him or speak ill of him. He's my man. Certainly, yes, uh, but surely there must be some uh, maybe he spilled some coffee on his shirt, or... If a um, man could be as God on Earth, it would be Chuck. Bob, and I, I want you to understand that. It's important. Wow. Uh, well, she thinks highly of you, Chuck. <laughs> I'll say. I'll say she does. All right. Uh, let's see. What's on that card, Chuck? I wrote down, I have never done anything wrong. I'm very good at sex. 
I'm gonna accept my points from Chuck and not from Bob. Just, just to That's be pretty clear. close. I think we gotta I'm gonna give okay. points to you. Okay, I make the point. I, I <laughs> the points are for me. Thank you, <laughs> Bob. If your system, if your system worked, they would already have their points, and I wouldn't have to. But you see, it's a broken system. They have to come to me, and I give them the points they need. The points are are a metaphor, see, and you're you're all playing a game. You decided to come on the show, the and you're playing a metaphor, the game. Bob. Hmm. A metaphor for your own ineffectiveness. Oh. She's right. And you're the one playing the game, Bob. Charlie, I only got one point and everybody else got two. You know, you're right. Bob, what's up with that? Why don't you why don't you give my lady here some more oh, points? Oh, now, now it's on me to give her the points. Yes. I don't know why you didn't give her the points in the first place. I'm just filling a hole that you set. <laughs> Let's move on. Now it's time to flip the coin and ask the fellas some question. This one here is for Charlie. Hey, Charlie. What is Leslie's favorite cuisine? Okay, uh, you know. Ooh. <laughs> I know, you know, of course, we met out in California. Uh, uh -huh. There's a lot of cuisines out there. You know, we're big on, it's a big organic scene out there right now. People who want, mm -hmm. they want to know where their food's coming from. They're tired of the, the lies, you know, and the illusions. And of course, a lot of Mexican food right in there. Um, but I think if I had to pick, uh, what what Lisa's favorite cuisine is is probably gonna be uh, I'm gonna have to say it's it's English food you know she likes her she likes it fried and boiled and vinegared if I had if I'm taking a guess Leslie do we have English food I wrote down shrimp ceviche oh huh we live in California we have so much fresh fish and <laughs> I um English food I've never even been to England Charlie I mean, I've never I've never been to England no one's been to England uh, that's not what's at stake here well I've been to England <laughs> Bob you uh, stay out of this oh well uh, I unfortunately must award you zero points so I'll be holding on to those points this round <laughs> yeah, why don't you cling to those points Bob they're precious points Moving on to Susan. Hey, uh, Charles, got a question for you. What would Susan's position be in the upcoming race war? Wait, that can't be right. That can um, be right. We submitted a question. Oh, um, and, well. And it's a great one that you asked, all right? Huh. Obviously, uh, you know, the race war's coming. You can't deny it. There's been a lot of tension leading up to these last few years. You know, you can't deny that that's about to explode into a horrible war that'll, you know, pit the police against minorities. And obviously she's gonna wanna be an administrative assistant during that. Susan, Ad administrative yeah. assistant? A lot of paperwork to do, it makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, this is embarrassing, cause um. Mm -hmm. Susie, it's only embarrassing if you let it be embarrassing. You see, I, I thought you knew that I, of paperwork, and I thought you mentioned the other night during our pillow talk that I would be the queen mother and ruler. Uh huh. Wait. And because you were there. Hang on. Last night? Was that you? Zero points there for Charles. <laughs> oh, queen mother, ruler of all. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, that is not the same as an administrative assistant. Oh, well. Hey, you know, no hard feelings. Thank you for taking our question and giving us each a writer's credit for the oh. episode. 
That, that one's on the producers. Thank you. Final question here for Chuck. Chuck, this one is for the lovely Katie. What is Katie's real first name? Right, of course. Um, you know, names... Everybody has names, and they give them to you, you know, they you try to put names on you. I was born, and my mother, I was no-name Maddox for three weeks before I got a name, you know, and I think that's, you know, it's important to remember, names don't have power. You don't have power over people because of names, and I don't have power, you know, because of names. That's not where it comes from. Uh, but to answer your question, which you did ask, ask me, um, her, it's, cl uh, no, it, uh, it's, Celia? Celia? What well, do we no, have, Katie? first two stumbles, man. That was, I was, you know, I was clearing my throat. Clue deal Celia. 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 Celia? Well, I was born into the name Patricia, but when I met Chuck, he renamed me and gave right. birth to me all over again as Katie. So... What I wrote down on my card, Bob, is that names are insignificant, just like you. She she got it right, though. She did get We got it right there. Uh, I suppose Bars. that is technically the same answer, but uh, I'm still going to hold on to those points. That one is at the buzzer. Sorry. Bob, <laughs> I'm offended that huh? you would ask Chuck any questions. It feels to me like you're questioning him. Well, and, uh, right. Nothing would give you the authority to question me. It's unacceptable. I mean, it's kind of the point of the game here. <laughs> what they do, they throw their questions at you. And it's to confuse you and turn true. you around. Titles shouldn't matter either. Why would you even post that question? It's, Bob, why are you even thinking it's appropriate to speak to us? I think this is for the viewers at home, folks. The American people. <laughs> why are you lying to them? Bob, why would you lie to the American people with this poisonous uh, insincerity with this Show my wives game. some respect, Bob Eubanks. Okay, now, folks, <laughs> this is all in fun here, okay? We're not we're not in the middle of a war, actually. <laughs> okay. Not yet. Think, okay, that's Aren't a little threatening. A There's a war on right now in America. No, there is not. Okay, folks, everybody There's at home, just stay calm, okay? <laughs> I don't know why you forgot about that. children are watching, just make sure you put, to put the children to bed. There's no need to watch this section of the show, okay? <laughs> It's most important, yeah. most important for the children to see, Bob. Okay, that is children enough of that. Learn. Children well, are our future. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Ladies, why don't you just get out while you still can, okay? Until next time, I'm Bob Eubanks, and this has been the Newly Dead Show. I mean, Newly Wed. <laughs> can we cut that? Well, folks, we did it. We found a reporter who wasn't covering the wrestling match in town tonight, Mr. Lars Gunson. Lars? Thank you, Ed. This is Lars Gunson, Doctor of Journalism. I'm calling you from the Caraway Mansion, where a lunar landing watch party is in full swing. Cecil Caraway, of course, owns the only private satellite in town capable of receiving television broadcasts. I'm pleased to announce that according to some butler, the moon has indeed risen to its usual place in the sky. Right, I think people know that. Can you tell us about the party, who's in attendance, that sort of thing? I'm getting to it, Ed! I just got here, man! 
I pulled up, saw the moon was rising, and thought I should call to file an early report. And the report is? That the moon has risen. Lars, would you kindly go get some details on the party? Oh, sure, the who, what, when. That how you like your journalism, Pops? The whole city is counting on me to tell them what's happening as mankind first extends his grasp to caress the glowing face of God. Just be back on the air in time to report the actual moonwalk. Whatever, spectacle. Square. I am not a square. Okay? We know. Hi, sorry. We don't normally stop these in the middle, but I must have swallowed some of that dust and it is not sitting well. Uh, facts, facts. Uh, Ted Kennedy never got to be president and Charles Manson's full career stalled after his appearance. Oh, God. I'm gonna head to the bathroom. Be back in a sec. <laughs>